Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. I love that song. That's why I let it hang just a little bit. Love it, baby. Absolutely. Hey, folks, you're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 11. On a Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the above. That's right. Happy Mother's Day to all the great mothers out there. I'm not going to talk about the bad ones because they don't deserve a flower. Right? Is is there such a thing as a bad mom? No, probably. That's a whole other show. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other show. You got to pay for money for that one. This uh, this show is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, located seventy eight fifty three Balboa Avenue. Those guys and girls are open seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year, and I'll bet you they're open today. What do you think? They are definitely open today. I know. Yesterday, I I picked up my personal protection uh, rounds uh-huh. from uh, from there. So, yep, they're definitely open today. Get down there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just got a text from Hannah. She just passed her FSC, and she's picking up her Glock on Friday. Oh, All right. Big shout out to Hannah. Won that. She won that at Gun Prom, and that's brought to you by the San Diego County Gun Owners, folks. And if you didn't make it to the Gun Prom, you got to go next year because I got a feeling everything's going to be bigger and better because I'm not letting Schwartz sit back on his laurels. He's got to get his tail in gear now. That's right. My laurels are already. Uh, no, that's right. She's working, working super hard, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, your laurels. My laurels are still sore, but I'm already oh, working hard. Hey, who you got on the line? An awesome guest, very special guest. Uh, uh, Marco is uh, a member of ours. He's a ten ring member, and he's an extremely hardworking guy. He's been a very active member of San Diego County Gun Owners. Um, he's done a lot of really great things, and uh, he is has a very exciting announcement mm. uh, for us as far as uh, public office. So, Marco, are you there? Marco Cisneros, are you there? Marco to Earth. Marco to Earth. Are you there? Hello? Ah, there Marco. he is. There you are, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Yourself? Fantastic. Living the dream, my friend. Living the dream. Even in California, uh-huh. living the dream. So, Mark, I just built it up and talked about a very exciting announcement, a decision that you've made and something that you're doing. Um, why don't you tell everybody what you've decided to do? All righty. So I've actually decided to challenge the current incumbent for the San Diego Unified School District School Board seat D. Uh, he has been running unchallenged since 2008, and I think it's about time we step it up and uh, start fighting for the community, uh, which is exactly what I plan to do. And once I win an election, I start uh, I want to start planning to fight for the future of the community because uh, he hasn't been doing so. That's awesome. So you're running for San Diego County or San Diego Unified School Board, right? Wow. Yeah, San Diego Unified School District School Board seat D. Congratulations. So, so what do you hope to accomplish by getting into office? Uh, so what I want to do is I want to focus on three things. So I really want to rethink the path of the district. I want to focus on the safety of our students at schools. And then I want to focus on a better future for them um, because currently those three things um, I feel are the necessary things, steps we need to take in order to have a successful future for our future generations. 
And you're when you talk about the community and and making a better community and doing things for the community, you're you're not just you know uh, these aren't just uh, uh, hollow statements that you make. You you actually get involved in your community. First off, what community do you live in? Whereabouts in the county do you live in? Uh, so I live in Memorial. It's a small community just outside of uh, San Diego. Um, the area is more generally lo- known as Logan Heights. Logan Heights. Okay. Um, and, and, so that's my specific area. And w- tell them what happened, though, about a year ago in Logan Heights or, what, maybe a couple years ago in Logan Heights that, that really got you involved even more so than you already were in the community. Uh, so there was uh, actually a recent incre- well, recent and within the past few years, there's been a recent uptick in the crime in the area. Um, and then the problem was that, uh, there was a few groups, um, that were organizing politically, uh, basically demanding that, uh, the government strip us of our rights. <laughs> there, uh, what I mean by that is, uh, strip us of our second amendment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that started being an increase in my community when they started leaning more towards a, Oh, give us your guns kind of a stereotype, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of felt for my community cause it started heading in that direction. So I thought it was about time I started getting involved, started getting active, and started advocating for the rights of all citizens and all people uh, who reside in the community. Well, you also, the uh, the the homeless uh, issue that was going on, talk a little bit about that and what you did. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. So that, that specific issue, so there was a homeless storage facility put in my neighborhood, District 8 of San Diego. Um, and so what they were trying to do was uh, they were trying to put a homeless storage facility there. They ended up doing it. And they also uh, basically didn't really give the community a choice. They put it a block away from one of our local churches, which is also a school to children. And uh, that was already a problem in and of itself because it caused an uptick in uh, crime and uh, a lot of litter of needles and trash and human waste. Um, And that kind of really upset myself and a bunch of other residents. So we uh, formed a neighborhood council because we had never had one really before. Um, so it's called the Greater Logan Heights Neighborhood Council. We started that, and it represents represent all the communities south of the 94 and west of the 15 all the way out to the bay. So you're putting your money where your mouth is, and you, you said, hey, look, this isn't right. They're just dumping on my community. You put together uh, a, a board and uh, you know showed some real leadership and actually met with, I think, just every one of the San Diego City Council members, didn't you? Yes, that is correct. I've met with eight out of nine of them already. I'm still trying to get a meeting with one more of them, and I also want to make the rounds again and kind of just uh, recheck in with them and all that. Which one haven't you met with yet? Uh, with Councilmember Kersey. Ah, come on, Mark. What's going on? What's the holdup? How come you haven't met with him yet? Or, sorry, not Kersey. It was uh, it was Councilmember Kate. My bad. Oh. I actually just recently met with Kersey. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Councilmember Kate. All right. Well, we can make that happen. He's a Kate's friend of the show. Guy. Very good guy. So uh, this is fantastic. I, I really commend. I mean, you truly are a leader. I, and listeners may remember you from just a few weeks ago. You uh, oh, yeah. got yourself. You were you called in uh, a, f- a few weeks ago, about a month ago or so. You got yourself a CCW about a year ago through help with San Diego County gun owners, which you're a proud member of. And then actually yeah. had to uh, it, it it saved your your bacon while you were out working. Um, on the streets in your neighborhood, you didn't actually have to uh, use the firearm, but you did have to pull it, and uh, which stopped an attack, right? Yes, sir, that is correct. So I was on here a few weeks ago. I believe it was almost a little bit over a month ago, and I was basically talking about a situation where I was out in my community. Actually, I was out in Chula Vista, and I was uh, selling water to sodas um, in order to start my own business, and uh, so it happened that a homeless individual 
approached me, tried to stab me, and I had to draw my firearm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. horrible. It's crazy, yeah. So was he surprised? Did his eyes get as big around as uh, truck wheels? Yeah. So basically he was about, I want to say, three yards away from me. He uh, lunged at me. Um, and then when he lunged at me, I drew my firearm and stepped away from him. And then, yeah, he looked like a deer in headlights right away. Oh. Um, he kind of froze for a second. And then he started walking backwards and trying to, like, move away out of the line of fire. But uh, I kept uh, moving it on. I kept my line of fire on him. Oh, good for you. Uh, my, yeah, I was just ensuring that I was safe and everybody else around me was safe. Um, and then he eventually just... Uh, Wow. Disappeared. He just ran away, and then the police showed up and all that. Stop well, the threat. See, that's what we need more of. That's the only way you're going to stop this this insanity is by stepping up to the plate. And I and I, and I applaud you for what you did. Yeah, no, and I, it's funny because actually when I was going through the CCW process, uh, one of the clerks actually told me that I was too young. I, I wouldn't get a CCW because of my age. And I only think back and imagine if she was right then I might not be here today or I might be hospitalized or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, well, you've stepped up to the plate. You've stepped up to the plate in a lot of ways but with the leadership and community and, and with Second Amendment activism and now with the school board. And uh, I can't tell you how much I respect you. And I, I we want to support you. So how, how, do, how do gun owners out there, a lot of gun owners out there are listening and they're, they're said to themselves over and over again that no politicians care about the Second Amendment and there's nothing they can do and the city of San Diego is lost and the school boards are horrible and rah, 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 rah. What can they do to help you? How do they find you? What can they do to help you? What's your website? Give us some information. All righty, perfect. So there's actually a few things. Um, first, you can start off by going to marcoforschoolboard.com. Marco, um, you can get to know me. Marcoforschoolboard.com. Gotcha. Yeah. M-E-R-C-O-F-O-R-S-C-H-O-O-L-B-O-A-R-D.com. <laughs> gotcha. To be more specific. Um, but, yeah, so you can go over there. You can read a little bit more about me, kind of the three issues I want to focus on. And also you can uh, get to know a little bit about my opponent and how he has been unsuccessful in helping the community. Um, and then you can also uh, volunteer for me. You can help me walk door to door. I've been doing it every uh, time I get the chance after work, after school. I'm out there in my community walking door to door, kind of just talking to everyone. Uh, but one man can't do it alone. <laughs> That's true. So, uh, that, that should be your motto. And, Marco, I can't. we can't wait to, to help you more and support you. Can't tell you how much I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. Marco for School Board. Marco Cisneros. Reach out to him and help him. Yeah, please. and then um, also, lastly, you guys can just go on there, and if uh, you guys can spend uh, five, ten dollars, go ahead and donate to my campaign. You got it. As we all know, in politics, Excellent. you can't really do much without money. That's yeah. unfortunate, but yeah, you're absolutely correct. All right, buddy, thank you very much, folks. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. folks hey welcome back gun sports radio right here on fm 96 1 am 1170 we are the answer hey folks you heard us tell you how easily installing a cali key is well and how it makes your ar rifle california legal in recognition of the recent gun law changes those law changes can put the unknowing owner of an ar-15 or ar-10 on the wrong side of the law if you want your ar to keep it pistol grip telescoping stock foregrip and still have a detachable magazine check out cali key cali key is a cost-effective easy solution that will allow you to keep your ar compliant and future proof your ar from all those horrible and new california gun laws keep your entire 
AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Hey, and if Lance and Michael can install it, yep. you can too. That's Go a to fact, folks. CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. For some reason, Michael didn't say it was easy to install, so he has people. <laughs> Laura does it. I know. Tell the truth. It's easy, it's easy for Laura to install. That's right, because she's on top of it. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and expensive lawyer fee? Talk to the good folks at Firearm and Legal Protection for less than $10 a month. You will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. Go to firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com. And if you call them, 469-310-9100, thank them for supporting Gun Sports Radio. And hope you never get into a situation, but if you do, you might get John Dillon as your lawyer because he supports FirearmsLegal.com. Gasky Dillon and Balance LLP, that's where John Dillon hangs his shingle, and he's on the line right now. And you can go to CAFirearmsLaw.com or call him direct at 760-431-9501. How you doing there, Pops? You taking care of Mother? Hey, yeah, celebrating Mother's Day. So happy uh, Mother's Day to all those moms out there. I hope your husbands take you shooting. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Man after my own heart. Uh, uh, unfortunately, my wife didn't want to go shooting today, so we did other stuff, but it's still been a fun day. Surprise, surprise. So what great, fabulous, smiley news do you have for us today? Well, uh, I'm not going to give you any updates on uh, legislation or anything like that today. I wanted to do a quick reminder and then also discuss uh, a topic that you know we, we haven't really discussed in a long time and uh, something that people are shocked by uh, almost every time they go in to buy a firearm. So uh, the quick reminder is for all of those who had the joy of participating in what's been called uh, California Freedom Week, where you were able to buy high-capacity magazines. Uh, this is my friendly reminder that uh, if you have a fixed magazine rifle uh, or you know pistol that uh, uses uh, a fixed magazine so that it's not considered an assault weapon, you cannot use your high-capacity magazines in a fixed magazine firearm. Because if it has a fixed magazine and it has uh, the capability of holding more than 10 rounds in a magazine, then it's an assault weapon. So uh, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, they have these fixed magazine rifles and pistols, but you can't use high-cap mags in those. Uh, If you're going to use the high-cap mags, you know, have a featureless rifle. So what if your what if your AR has a Cali key? If you have a Cali key on your AR and that's what makes it legal, are you able to use normal capacity mags? Totally fine. There's no issue well, with using the high capacity magazine on a bolt action. There's another reason to get a Cali key right there. That should be in the commercial, I think. <laughs> yes, it should. Rewrite that, so, would you say? <laughs> yep. Someone needs to do that. So that's just a reminder, you know, uh, like I said, people got really excited uh, and they ran home to, you know, use their newly legally acquired magazine. Uh, just make sure you're not using it in a fixed magazine rifle or pistol because uh, you don't want to get yourself into trouble. And a lot of people just were not aware of that when this all happened and it was a whirlwind. So 
uh, I thought we'd get that reminder out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing is that, that what I said that some people are shocked by every time they, they go into a gun store uh, is the California handgun roster, mm-hmm. or uh, which was you know uh, created under the California Unsafe Handgun Act, uh, which requires that any you know semi-automatic pistol or revolver uh, sold in California from a dealer needs to be listed on the certified list of handguns. Uh, and you can go on the DOJ website, uh, DOJ firearms website, uh, and they have their, their list of certified handguns. Uh, basically, according to the state of California, uh, if a gun is not listed on this list, it's unsafe. Uh, and, and if it is, it magically is safe. Uh, but because of that, there, there, there's a lot of problems that come with this roster. And one of the main things is no new guns can be added to the roster. And, and it's been that way for a couple of years now. Uh, and that's due to the uh, micro-stamping requirement, uh, which is a fictitious technology when it comes to firearms. Uh, in which they hoped you could microscopically engrave serial numbers on the firing pins and extractors on firearms that would stamp uh, the casing of a uh, a cartridge uh, with that serial number so they could track who shoots what uh, if there's ever used in a crime. Now, that sounds great and just absolutely wonderful when you, you first hear about it the fact is though that no one's ever been able to do it it and it doesn't work and it doesn't exist uh and our our wonderful kamala harris was the one who certified this that oh yes this technology exists and and it's capable of being uh in use Uh, that was years ago and and still uh we've never seen uh proof of concept even uh when it comes to micro stamping so it's turned into a, because, a a ban it's turned into a de facto ban on pistols and every year we lose more and more pistols that we're able to buy in, in california yes exactly and this is the reason because no new guns can be added unless they have micro stamping now micro stamping doesn't exist however the guns that are on the list have to be renewed every year and the manufacturers have to pay a fee every time. Uh, and if they don't renew, the gun will fall off the roster. Once it falls off the roster, it's magically unsafe again. And, and, they, and you can't sell it or you can't buy it from a dealer anymore. Uh, and so over the last couple of years, the, the list of handguns that are okay to be purchased shrinks every year significantly. Uh, and it's been uh, really interesting. Uh, Fires Policy Coalition did a, a, a study on the roster and they analyzed the, the, the list and they found that at least a third of the guns that are listed are the exact same gun, just with an aesthetic difference. Like it's a black and a versus a green gun. It's the exact same Glock 19, but one's black and one's green. Really? Each one of those has to be certified safe and on the roster if you want to get a different color gun even if one of the same exact make and model is on the roster if you have a different color it doesn't matter uh you can't buy it um and so there's actually 
very few unique firearms that are on this list, and that that number gets smaller every year. So it is, in fact, a ban. Uh, it's a, a slow-acting ban to the point where, and this is a big problem, you have guns on the roster that are 30-year-old models. So, you know, every year there's innovation in the firearms industry. New guns are made. New designs are created. Some which are much safer than older designs. Uh, but none of those, none of that new technology and, and new safety technology built into the guns can be put on the roster because they don't have micro stamping. So the, the great example here is in California, you can only buy a Generation 3 Glock. Uh, and that's at least 20 years old, uh, the, that model wow. or that generation. They're now on Generation 5 with Glocks. And I'm sure Generation 6 will be coming soon. Sure. So we're forced to buy old, outdated models mm-hmm. uh, because the state has effectively prohibited any new guns from being allowed uh, to be sold in the state. Uh, and that, it truly is a problem when you think that, oh, this is, a, this is for safety of people. Well, no, it isn't. If you're prohibiting new technology and new safety uh, and new designs from being added to the roster, uh, you, the state doesn't care about safety. Uh, it is truly a means of per- limiting the amount of firearms uh, right. that can be sold in this state. Right. And, and eventually there will be no gun uh, on the roster. So, But there is a little bit of hope. Uh, there is a lawsuit that challenges this. It's Pena v. Horan. It's actually... Uh, they applied for the U.S. Supreme Court uh, to take on the case and review the case uh, early uh, of this year, and, and they submitted all their briefing for that. Uh, so there is a chance that the, the Supreme Court could take the case if, uh, if they like it. Uh, and if that is the case, then uh, we'll, get, we'll likely get a good decision. Uh, unfortunately, the Ninth Circuit, uh, they, you know, Right. Throughout the Constitution and any real constitutional analysis, and essentially their argument is as long as there's one gun available, it doesn't matter. All right. So I got a question for you since I don't know where you were last week. So I won yeah. a 1022 rifle at gun prom, thanks to San Diego County uh-huh. Gun Owners and Gunfighter Tactical. Congratulations. My question Congratulations. L- last week, since I live in Alpine, can I set up... Mm-hmm a couple of hay bales in my backyard and target practice. So with that, you're going to have to specifically go and look at all the zoning uh, regulations uh, in your area because it can be drastically different depending on where you are. You can be on one side of the street and zoning can allow it. You can be other on the other side of the street and it can be prohibited. Uh, you got to look at your local ordinances local zoning uh, to figure that out. And that's a case-by-case basis. Well, that's why I have... That's why I have a lawyer named John Dillon. Put him on a retainer, baby. Yeah, get on that program, son. Get, get, figure that thing out. I want to know the, by 5 o'clock okay, we'll today. The county and the sheriff have a map. I'll, I'll see if I can dig it up. No, I don't want them to know I want, I bought a twenty. I got a twenty-two. That Then they're going to come yeah, hunt me down. No, 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 no. They have a map that spells out where, where, where you can and yeah. where you can't. I'll so, see if I can dig that up. All right. and find well, it. I may have to move. All right. Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP. This is John Dillon, folks. You're not going to find... 
a better gun lawyer right. than John Dillon. I'm telling you, you're not. Even if he does own a Tesla. Go to. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Go, go check him out. Gaskin Dillon and Balance LLP. Or go to CAFirearmsLaw.com. And if you don't have a corn pewter, 760-431-9501. John, thank you a million. And go take care of the family. Take them out to dinner. Do something. And we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Casey's on the line. He's working. Gun Range San Diego. I can hear the sweat hitting the ground as we speak. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks. You heard us tell you how easy it is to install a Cali key. Well, it'll also make your AR rifle California legal in recognition of recent gun law changes. Those law changes are put that are can put the unknowing owner of an AR or an AR-10 on the wrong side of the jail door. So if you want your AR to keep its pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Go to Cali Key is cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof all your ARs from all these horrible California gun laws. Keep your entire collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com K-A-L-I-K-E-Y K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. Alright, this segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego at 7853 Balboa Avenue, the Nordstrom's of Gun Ranges. Open seven days a week, 10 to 10. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com for more information. Here it is, Mother's Day. And guess who's there? Wild Man Casey at the Gun Range San Diego. What are you up to, bud? Uh, you know, just living the dream. We uh pretty slow this morning because everybody's out at brunch and having their you know, morning get-together with the family. And now everybody is coming in to shoot with mom. <laughs> so it's getting pretty busy. Cool. So, any any Mother Day specials today that my people might want to come in and flood the lobby? Uh, other that we don't have a wait right now. You know, we're pretty open. That's a pretty good special mm. time for a Sunday. Yeah, that's huge. Just so, uh, keeping it busy in here. You know, we're having a lot of moms come in, a lot of families, uh, a lot of kids coming in. So, keeping our ourselves pretty busy in there, make sure everybody is doing good on it. Which we have, you know, us. We don't really ever have any issues, and if they are, they're kind of minor we take care of it so that's a good thing about our range is keeping so many rso's in there that are so knowledgeable and personable i guess you can say with our guys so that's the word and uh casey i was there saturday picked up those uh federal hst hollow points very nice that's what i use yeah very nice. baby yeah i, I showed up later that evening yeah well, also, i mean the federal hst i mean their hsts are Excellent rounds. I like my critical duties just because I like the little polymer tips. But the HSTs, I run those in my forty-five, and I absolutely love them. Nice. Yeah, the HST is probably one of the better ones out there. I mean, when it comes to hollow points, like they're all very good. It just really comes other than like rip rounds or any of those gimmick knockoffs that whatever I don't want to speak about those. But it really depends, you know, shot placement. Because I mean. If you can't really shoot, the hollow points aren't really going to be connecting to your target. And it doesn't really matter. Well, so also that's a good thing. It's making out. Yeah, all all those folks that are getting those uh, concealed carries need to have mm-hmm. you know something for the concealed carry. 
probably that has more punch. Absolutely. Yeah, that's actually that's picked up. That's one of the more noticeable things is since the concealed carry has been loosened. We've had a lot more people coming in, you know, asking about carry rounds and whatnot. And so yeah. that's what keeps such a large selection of hollow points. Because honestly, every gun is different. Some guns like a certain brand, some don't. Some like a certain weight to them. I know the smaller guns, I like to run a higher grain with them, just make them a little bit more comfortable to shoot. But it really comes down to the shooter and figure out what's going to work for you. So a lot of people have to understand, you know, buy a box of each, shoot them, figure out which one's going to work for you, and then stick with that. Then There's nothing wrong with changing them out down the road, but just make sure there's one that you're comfortable shooting and not going to flinch up when you're trying to shoot it. So you're saying that uh, it doesn't matter if it's a hollow point if you miss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if it's a hollow point or a ball or F, you know, FMJ or you know, wad cutter. It doesn't matter if you miss your target. If you miss your target, that round is bye-bye, gone, Nolan Boyd, see you later. It really comes down to your shot placement. You know, that's what kind of a big thing. We always have people come in like, oh, which is the best one? Well, it's like not necessarily which one is the best one. It's the one that works for you comfortably and the one that you can train with and get good shot placement. That's the big hit for people. You know, they start understanding like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. If I miss my target completely, then there's no point to it, you know? Yep. Well, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then what comes in like your AR-15s. That's what we're going to talk about today is our good old ARs. You know, we talk about pistols and shotguns and whatnot, but we haven't really dug into ARs. You know, the two style we have out here, featureless, and then your fixed mag, Cali keys are good, juggernauts are good. The only downside that you have with those ones, if you have a malfunction, it's a little bit more tricky to adjust it and, you know, deal with that. But again, if people want to keep all their features, that's the way to go. The kicker to that, though, is if you're running a fixed magazine, you can only use your 10-rounders. can't use those high-cat or standard capacity, excuse me. But yeah, you can only use those 10-rounders. That's why I kind of prefer the featureless. One, I like having my magazine release. Compensator, I'm fine with that. I don't shoot my AR indoors. It's still too loud. Yeah, it's fixed mag or fixed stock. It sucks. The grip wrap, you get used to it. I have a special one that has like a little thumb hold on it, so it makes it easier for me. But again, I mean, it's just the nature of the beast, what we have to deal with out here in California. I, I found that those, you're talking about the thumb shelf that uh, a couple of mm-hmm. them do on the on the. I found that that's actually, uh, I, I made a world of difference. I, I had one of the old it school does. wraps. And I, I switched it up with, well, I forget the manufacturer, otherwise I'd be more than happy to say it, but they have a that thumb shelf uh, mm-hmm. made a world of difference. You can absolutely grip your AR with that thumb shelf, almost as good as a yeah. good pistol grip. It, it makes it pretty close to it. It's just a downside of these ones, like, you know, with the, the laws that we have to deal with. It honestly makes these firearms pretty, da- I wouldn't say pretty dangerous, but more prone to having accidents with it because you're not having a good purchase on your firearm. You know, you have your good front, you have your support hands going up on the rail, and you have a good grip on that. But your rear hand, if you go one-handed or anything like that, you really don't have that much purchase on it if you have a weak grip strength. So it's something that people have to understand and get used to. But that's the downside of California, you know. Like, yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Every time I compliment one of the uh, one of the you know a compliance part, uh, Mm -hmm. almost I feel compelled to say look we shouldn't have to have any of this stuff you know i, I like an ar the exactly. way god intended but uh but you know it, it, so every time i compliment a compliance part just you know remember that i'm saying you know for what it is <laughs> you know it's really good it works yeah. really well for what it is we shouldn't have to have this yeah. stuff i gotta tell you exactly. every manufacturer i know too everybody that manufactures these compliance parts would gladly uh, you know, go without, uh, you know, this income that they make from their compliance parts if they, you know, if, if they didn't have to. You know what I mean? 
Like they would all say, hey, I just wish I wish I was irrelevant. I wish I didn't have to make these compliant parts. Well, and a lot of time, you know, it's it's like an embarrassing point. You're like, oh, we have all these newer shooters that come in or people from other states, a lot of military that are newer here in California. Like, what's what's up with that rifle? I'm like, oh, you know, California, you can't have a pistol grip because it's scary and you know helps you do bad things. And they're like, wow. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> just you wait. It gets worse. You know, I was on a trip to Alaska, and I went into a, a little shop uh, on uh, in one of the you – know, just a little trinket shop, and the guy had an AR hanging on the wall um, just, you know, because that's normal there. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, behind the counter, and I start chatting with him a little bit, and I tried to explain to him what we have to go through uh, – you know, just to have uh, compliant ARs in California. And he looked at me like I had lobsters crawling out of my ears. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense at all. And trying to explain it, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people, I I remember a few years ago, somebody told me, they said to me, oh, I just have a normal, regular bullet button AR. And I thought, wait a minute, that's not normal or regular. Like what happened? You know, there's a whole kind of generation of gun owners that uh, that have gotten used to this stuff. But man, you explain it to somebody uh, outside of there, you know, back in the, in the, you know, free America. Mm -hmm. And you realize just how ridiculous this stuff is. Now it's necessary, and the people that are manufacturing it are fantastic, and they're they're saving our bacon so that we can own ARs. But it's still ridiculous. Absolutely, you know. It's, I want to say it's a lesser of evils, but man, like how long, how how far is it going to go? And they're going to say there can be no pistol grip on your receiver whatsoever. You just kind of have to have your finger there floating and holding it. Like, oh God, please don't let them do that. Cross my fingers, I'll get on board. But it should, you know, that's the same thing. When I have people coming in here, like, hey, I just moved to California. I don't have my guns here yet. What do I got to do to make them compliant? And I explain it to them, and they just look at me like, you know, I'm speaking gibberish. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep them back at home. Then I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> I wish we had the ability to do that, but this is home for a majority of us. And it's, it's sad that that's how we have to deal with it. But hey, you know, Oh, Kudos to the company that are helping it out as best they can, but it just comes down to it's like, uh, how long? How long are we going to have to deal with this? I know. We're working hard. A listener just texted me, and uh, it's Strike Industries that does that rap with the thumb shelf. I'm not sure if any mm-hmm. others do it, but it's Strike Industries. Thank you, Jay Medina. Yeah, there's there's a Strike in, I know Strike Industries does one. There's another company that I use. can't remember. They, they actually don't make them anymore, but they had a surplus of them, so they sell them on eBay. But it's um, it's based off the Magpul Myad grip. So the Myad is their mission independent adapting whatever one. So it has different back straps that you can switch out. And they made a back strap that has a fin and a thumb rest and literally slides up on it and it pins into place and then you have your grip wrap. And then if you go out of state, you literally slide it down, put your back strap back on and have a great day. Nice. Getting better. Yeah, that's one that's one I like to run. It keeps it comfy, but Again, I, every time I shoot it, I'm just looking at it in disgust. Just like, oh, God. <laughs> It'll get better. Like I promise. Hand. Yeah. I, you know, we're always hoping, but, you know, we'll, well we, we have people, a, I mean, especially with the mag things, it's with the mag law and how that went, that was a, that was, that wasn't like a knock on the door. That was just straight up kicking the door and saying, Hey, what's up? Here we go. Let's fix this. Well, good news for everybody that's, that's sick of these uh, neutered ARs. We have a support group that meets four times a month here in San Diego mm-hmm. called San Diego County Gun Owners, 
and mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll give you a piece of pizza and a hug, and we'll talk about uh, you know uh, how horrible these laws are. But more importantly, <laughs> we're going to talk about how to how to get rid of them. So if you're interested, SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, thank you very much. Go to Sandy or the Gun Range San Diego, the Gun Range San Diego for the best shooting in San Diego County. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to FM 96. 1 AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave, he's Lance, and we got Michael. And we've got Mara. we got Mara in the house. That's right. Mara is in the house trying to keep this crazy crowd in line, but it's not working. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection? Well, what are you going to do if you get pulled over, handcuffed, and thrown in the pokey? Who's going to pay for bail and expensive lawyer fees? Well, hey, if you join Firearms Legal Protection, be proactive. Do not be reactive. Ten bucks. You can't even buy lunch for ten bucks. And these guys will hook you up with 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week total protection. That's Firearms Legal Protection. Go to FirearmsLegalProtection.com or call them at 844-357-9400. 844-357-9400. You don't want to be that guy saying, oh, man, I should have listened to Dave and Lance. I yep, didn't. Don't want to do be it. that guy. Yeah, don't. Yeah, proactive, not reactive. All right. We got a celebrity on the line all the way from the wet East Coast. Are you up to your ears in water? One day we talked to you, you're up to your ears in snow. Now you're probably up to your ears in water. And that would be Sam the Gunman. How you doing, buddy? Great. How are you? Good. How's the weather back there? Soggy, like you said. <laughs> I know. I talked to my other co-host. Soggy or soggy. Yeah, is this <laughs> thing back there called weather that we don't have to Yeah, I know. About? We don't even know what that is. Yeah. So, what do we got for the boy? All right. Are you ready? Dun, dun, dun. This, uh, I hope so. I think I think this is a hard one. This is kind of a hard one. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, oh, man. I know. I know. Yeah, so, let's, right. let's, see, let's see how we do. Uh, this is Monique from San Diego. Mm. She writes in, and she wants to know, uh, from what country did guns first appear around 1000 A.D.? Monique, Monique from San Diego. Thanks can, very much for the question. I can hear the confidence in his voice. I'll bet he's going to. Okay, go ahead. Um, actually, I'm, I'm really not confident, but uh, I know gunpowder was invented in, in its very earliest forms in ancient China. Um, go they, ahead. they used it to make um, fireworks. They used it to make, um, they actually made these sort of rocket propelled arrow type things. But I'm not sure whether or not they actually did create anything resembling um, a musket or, or like a conventional firearm. Um, I do know that in the Middle Ages, um, Europeans started developing large cannons um, to break down castle walls in sieges. But um, I don't know how long it took them to make um, handheld guns. So my guess would be either the Chinese or the Turks. <laughs> okay. 
In China, the earliest firearm was the fire lance, a black powder-filled tube attached to the end of a spear and used as a flamethrower, not to be confused with the Byzantine flamethrower. Shrapnel was sometimes placed in the barrel so that it would fly out together with flames. Kind of a really early version of a shotgun, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. You got it. Yeah, like uh, like a blunderbuss, like a blunderbuss, I guess. Kind of, yeah, kind of. It, it, she didn't talk about. It. I didn't really research uh, what would actually cause the spark, but uh, but yeah, it looks like the Chinese were uh, taking a flamethrower to this place uh, early on. Probably a history. piece of match would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, now you have it. Yeah. How much do you know about uh, what? Do you have any idea what the earliest uh, handheld firearm would have been? Well, I guess this would have been it. But do you have any idea what the first? Uh, uh, you know, flintlock or, or uh, you know, anything like that would have been? Um, I don't know specifically. I don't know where. I, I don't know who first had the idea to make a very small cannon that a person could hold. Um, so I, I couldn't I couldn't really tell you. But that's how that's how the idea came about. They didn't make handheld firearms and then scale them up to cannons. They scaled cannons down. Um, in 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 fact, oh, um, the our word handgun comes from an old uh, an old German word, basically meaning hand cannon. Hmm. Hmm. That kid is too oh, smart. Yeah, right? What would that word be like? Not a German um, word. I'm sure he knows that too. So What's the German word? I can spell it. I can't pronounce it very well. Okay. It would be H A N D G O N N E. Oh, Handhund. Handhund. Yeah. <laughs> However you pronounce it, just be real angry. You know. And yeah, yeah, that's typical German. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. just be real angry. <laughs> oh, that's well, yeah. It, it means literally handgun, and um, you know, I, I wouldn't want to face anyone down with a handheld cannon who's really angry. Uh, so you're, you're right about the Chinese and fire uh, and uh, uh, in powder. You know, uh, they were the first uh, to invent gunpowder. How did the how did it get from China to, to Europe? Like, what what were they importing it for, if not firearms? You have any idea? Um, I don't know what they were importing it for, but I know it came over on the Silk Road. Um, people who were going to China um, would basically pick up anything they thought was interesting and that they could sell at a high price back in Europe. Not even knowing what it is. Yeah. Makes or sense. Being a demonstration, maybe. So sort of shiny, bobbly. Anybody will buy something shiny and bobbly, right? And then yeah. if, if it spits out a bullet and knocks you on your you-know-what, That'd be a good selling point. It was a great selling point, which is why we're sitting here today. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Defending our Second Amendment rights with all the gusto we can muster, let me tell you. All right. So what did you do for your mom on Mother's Day, by the way? Took her shooting. Um, no, she stayed at home. Um, my my dad and I got out of her hair. Um, but I, I gave her a card and a box of Mike and Ike's. Because I know she likes them, but she'll never buy them for herself. <laughs> what a good son. Yeah, that's good. Getting, getting out of her hair was probably the best thing you could have done. Yeah, well, you know, it's whatever mom wants, right? Hey, it's the best way to do it. I'm telling you, it works out just great. So. And, and speaking of mom, I mean, um, Sam and his mom were just here last week. Yeah, just And, and had to get on that late flight. What time did your flight leave out of San Diego? And what time did you finally get back to your house? It left at... Uh, I want to say 10 p.m. local oh, time, yikes. and we got back to our house at um, 
uh, seven, roughly. A.M. Nope. Morning, yeah. Uh, you had to take a final. Did you have to take a final on like Wednesday or something? Tuesday. Yeah, you had to take a final on. Piece of cake. Did you max it? Um, I haven't gotten my grade back yet, but uh, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, that's the right on. answer. We're talking to the right. <laughs> we're talking go. to. We're talking to one of the sharpest kids I've ever met. That was the you. answer I always gave my parents. Oh, you know, I didn't get the grade yet, but I feel real good about it. <laughs> Whether you do or not, right? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So Although I'm sure his his results were probably are going to be better than any of the ones I got. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right, buddy. Well, hey, thank you very much for calling in. We always enjoy chatting with you, and it was really super meeting you at Gun Prom. Hopefully we'll make this a yearly thing and bring you out again next year as well. And your mom. Yeah, I'd love to, and I'm sure she would as well. I'm sure, Sue. I mean, who who can't? Who doesn't like San Diego? Come on. Fabulous. All right, buddy. Take care. You too. Have a good night. All right. All right. Well, I, I just kind of want to chat a little bit about the gun prom. I know it's over with, but I know uh, Lauren's doing all the work right now for next year. Mm-hmm. Michael's doing nothing. But, I mean, <laughs> I know Laura's doing all the work for next year. Bigger and better, bigger and better. Yeah, hey, and you got to go back to town and country, dude. Yeah, I don't. I all I can tell you, I was blown away by the food. I was blown away by the help. I was blown away by the service, and the facility was large enough, not too big, yep. not too small, yeah, to handle what over six hundred people. Yeah, we had uh, about six hundred people. I think you could have handled even more. Well, yeah, because it was so la- it was laid out mm-hmm. really quite well. So, yeah. have you done your tabulations yet? Uh, we're still, still working on finalizing it, but mm-hmm. I think what we're going to do is we're going to actually look at it, at dropping prices and increasing attendance next year. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think, uh, I think we have the facility to do it. They've been super good to us. Yeah. Um, I think we have the interest yep. and, uh, I think we can, uh, I think we can pull it off. Financially. And the prices weren't out of whack to begin with, but it, it, yeah, but that's giving back to the, I always tell people if, if Qualcomm and, and Petco park would sell their hot dogs for $2 a hot dog. They'd have to order ten more cases. Right, selling it for nine dollars a hot dog. Nah, it's not so much. And and I like the fact that you know you're kind of giving back to the community. But I got to tell you, folks, if you've never been, you don't even have to be a gun enthusiast. But if you want to learn about the gun community and and Second Amendment rights, just going there and the and the guest speakers that you had and the camaraderie and everybody getting along, possibly winning a gun, possibly winning a gun. Yeah. Anna, our board op, who had never right. been to gun prom, won the the very first uh, Glock twenty six. I yeah, think. Yeah, twenty six. So she just and she's going through all her training, and, and it's such. Well, it's and, so and good. It, it is, and where the money goes to is is good. I yeah, mean, where does we, the money go to? We we do a lot of things as an organization, you know, uh, which includes employees that work on Second Amendment issues, you know, seven days a week. Right. We do uh, a lot of uh, community organizing, which means bringing gun owners, you know, off the couch, get them off the right. couch, get them involved, get them doing things. Uh, we do educational things like Not Me SD, which uh, helps women, uh, mm-hmm. you know, get a gun, get the training, get everything they That's need. That's a great program. But here's the big thing that we are looking to accomplish and what we do is we support candidates like Marco at the beginning, guys that are running in these local offices who want to. Uh, you know, be a, a positive impact on your Second Amendment rights. So supporting those guys, uh, making sure they have the, you know, volunteers and the financial means to get elected, uh, that's the most important thing. Yeah, it's huge. Absolutely. Hey, folks, before we go, we just really, really want to thank our sponsors and our listeners, especially San Diego County gun owners. Go to San Diego County gun com. throw 10 bucks at him. You'll be totally thrilled. The, the gun range San Diego.com. 
That should be the only range you go to for all your gun needs. CAFirearmslaw.com. Hopefully you don't have to use John, but if you need a lawyer, he is it. Firearms Legal Protection or FirearmsLegal.com. That's 10 bucks a month, 24-7 protection. Cali Key, get those ARs legal. And we want to thank all Tim. He's uh, in hanging in for Hannah, all the KECBQ folks, and all the advertisers here. Hey, spread the word. San Diego County gun owners, Gun Range San Diego. We'll listen to you next Saturday. But don't go anywhere. I got a great show coming up on Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.